disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected woman, a person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. Hey sis, welcome back to Black Girl SOS. Hopefully, you've had an opportunity to listen to part one of the Spanish Inquisition. This is part two. I want to talk about wellness during the holiday season. Um, I always say wellness is, at least for me, uh, wellness is about holistic health. Our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. And like I said, if you listen to part one, then you know very easily um, just the many ways that your holistic health can be affected um, during this time of year. Just from people not minding their fucking business, people asking you questions that maybe you don't want to discuss, people being very invasive into your personal life, asking you like, why are you single or not married or don't have kids and things like that, not knowing that, um, and, and if they do know, it's even even more malicious, but you know, they may not know that you're dealing with, you're coming off of a breakup possibly, or you're dealing with, you know, just a, a betrayal that happened that has really been stifling you from moving on uh, with the relationships. Or maybe you don't have children, not because you don't want them, but you tried and you've had several miscarriages or you haven't been able to get pregnant at all. Like there are so many real issues that are the answers to these very invasive questions that ain't nobody trying to talk about. A holiday dinner, you know, like I came to, to be, you know, be cheerful, be joyful, um, you know, create memories, have a nice time. And those kind of questions, you know, can pull somebody back into a really, really dark space that they may be fighting and, and scratching and clawing to climb their way out of, you know, and people... Um, especially older people in the family, they don't take those things into consideration. You know, there's also the ways that we, like we, we quietly beat up on ourselves because maybe those questions trigger us because we're asking those questions of ourselves, you know, leading up to, uh, you know, holiday dinners and holiday get togethers, you know, oh, I'm, I'm the only one without a plus one again, or, you know, everybody's bringing their kids or all my friends have these matching family photo outfits on Instagram and, you know, and it's just me, you know, so you might be quietly beating yourself up and then hearing somebody orate your your insecurities, you know, that's naturally going to be a trigger and, and people don't consider that when when they're asking these invasive questions and these things will absolutely you know, affect your holistic health. Um, you, we eat and drink. I mean, we, this is probably the most gluttonous time of the year. So we eat and drink way more than we normally would. And for the most part, as someone who is definitely gluttonous this time of year, um, damn near unapologetically, you know, once we're done being that gluttonous, though, sometimes we beat ourselves up like, oh, I overdid it. You know, I didn't need to eat that much, and, and now I feel like this about myself, and now I feel like that about myself, and now this outfit doesn't fit well, or this doesn't fit, and it almost feels like January 1, where you need to make this new, 
this new year resolution to yourself on getting refit because for some reason you've con you've convinced yourself that these you know couple of days or so of you know just in overindulging has turned you into a whale uh, an ogre and and just this unfit person and if you were already lacking in in desired fitness to begin with or just you know unequivocally unhealthy this only compounds the situation and that begins to play on that begins to play on your holistic health because again it's that quiet battle that you're fighting um even after you just had a really good time that you know nobody may know about um it might not be something that you know you want to share and and that just it starts to take a toll on yourself it starts to take a toll on you because you 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 could find yourself questioning Am I really overindulging just because I'm, you know, I'm filled with glee or am I overindulging because I'm actually filled with sorrow and this is a good coping, you know, this is an unhealthy coping mechanism that I'm able to, you know, masquerade because tis the season, you know, um, it, all these things just really start to play into your overall holistic health during this time of year and depression is just overwhelmingly um a problem it's a problem in general in our community but it's a problem especially this time of year and because we in the past or traditionally have been really limited in having the safe spaces to say that something has me feeling depressed um, without being judged for it or without being made to feel like you're blowing some shit up. You know, those things get those things get kept inside and then they, they manifest and become something even larger than it, you know, than maybe it was to begin with. So all of the aforementioned things are extremely taxing on the spirit. Um, it's, it's taxing on the mind. And and when your mind and your spirit are drained, those things can physically man you know manifest themselves. Um, so I I encourage you one to look out for each other. You know, you you have at least one person in your life that you know enough about to to be able to ascertain whether or not they need an ear. You know, and if you know that person is going through a tough time or they had a rough year. Or, you know, this time of year is very difficult for them. Then, you know, keep an eye out for them. Check up on them, you know, without being invasive. Just a, hey, sis, you are on my heart. You are on my mind. Just wanted to shoot you a text message to let you know I was thinking about you. And, you know, if you need anything, I'm here. You don't have to hop in anybody's business or make anyone feel like they're at the second coming of the Spanish Inquisition. Just... You know, just knowing that you have an ear is is very helpful. Um, if you are someone who this time of year is very difficult for you, one, you know, be honest with yourself that this is a difficult time of year. Um, try to monitor your coping mechanisms. You know, if you are not somebody who normally drinks a lot or parties a lot or, you know, just indulges in in whatever be conscious not to overdo it this time of year 
because it, it's not going to make anything better. In fact, it's probably will kick you into a deeper hole, which is exactly where I don't want any of us to be. Um, you know, utilize positive coping mechanisms. If you have somebody you can talk to, talk to them. If you don't feel like you can talk to anybody, which a lot of us feel that way, especially just the kind of era and culture that we live in. The culture is now to talk shit about somebody as opposed to talk to them. Um, so if you don't feel like you can talk to somebody, if you don't feel like you have that safe space with people, I encourage you to journal, not necessarily on a social media platform, but get a book, you know, write it down, reread it. Um, if you are not with the writing, <laughs> um, you know, just use your laptop or use your phone, use like the notes app in your phone and just type some things out that are, that are weighing heavy on your head and heart and get those things out, you know, assess your feelings, be honest with your feelings, trying to suppress your feelings and, and, and pretending you don't feel them is not going to make you feel any better. It's not going to make the day any better. Um, and you become no good to yourself and, and no good to the people that you love. So, you know, just be cognizant of how you are feeling day by day. If this is a difficult time of year for you, um, be cognizant of how somebody in your life who you know struggles with this time of year is feeling. And then just, just try to be the ear that you would want them to be for you. Um, for me, this time of year is always extremely difficult. I have a lot of, um, death anniversaries and birthdays of loved ones that are no longer with me that happen during the holiday season. So for me, it's always a very difficult, um, time of year and many of, or not many, but you know, my coping mechanisms, my healthy <laughs> my healthy coping mechanisms, because I do have unhealthy ones as well that I, you know, like every other human being I'm trying to work on. But my healthy coping mechanisms is always on the anniversary of the death of someone who was very important to me. I burn a white candle for them in honor of them in their memory. Um, and then I'll, you know, and I'll just pray about them or meditate on them and if I'm like really, really feeling overwhelmed, then I will just crack out my journal and I will just throw up on the pages, you know, whatever it is. If it's an old memory or, you know, just some shit I wish I had the opportunity to say, some shit I wish I didn't say, you know, I'll just, I'll throw that up on the page, you know, to get it out of my system. And when I'm feeling a little more, you know, relaxed and calm, I'll, I'll try to go back and read that try to really assess my feelings and just, you know, try to work through it that way. Those are, you know, just a few of my healthier coping mechanisms um, that I use during this time of year when I feel overwhelmed. Um, like I said, check on your people. Honestly, small gestures go, go so far. And even if me sharing my coping mechanism with some, with the mass public, if that in any way helps one person that listen, I'm grateful. 
I'm grateful. And and then it's just proof positive how a small gesture can can really go so far because it's not like I'm picking up a phone to call somebody in particular and, you know, sit down with them and walk through X, Y, and Z. This is really just me doing my regular thing. And, and if it helps out, then it's a small gesture that went a long way. And I'm grateful for that. So, you know, don't feel like everything has to be a grand gesture. You really can make a difference to somebody just by making a small gesture. Um, it just, it really sucks that our community is one that historically kind of downplays mental illness. I'm grateful that the tides are changing and we as a generation are, are the ones that are pivoting our culture and making it more acceptable to speak about the things that are bothering you, to speak about, you know, emotional wellness, because Everything isn't, you know, necessarily uh, a diagnosed mental illness. And that doesn't, you know, that doesn't make it less credible. Now, if, if you're like me, you probably grew up in an era where your elders, you know, would say shit like depression is bullshit or, you know, that's just laziness. You know, ain't nobody got time for that. Get up, do what the fuck you need to do. You know, things to that effect. And that's not always the case, you know, and, and, and everything is not always a diagnosed illness. Sometimes we are just genuinely emotionally overwhelmed and that is manifesting itself in other ways. Like that is a real thing. And I'm glad that we're in this space where those conversations are happening and we're pivoting the culture so that the generation behind us is much more in touch um, with their emotions and and speak more freely to the way they feel. Um, we we have an obligation to just look out for each other. That obligation is real. You know, I'm I'm my sister's keeper, and I hope that my sisters feel the same. You know, and I'm not just you know talking blood relation. My sisters know exactly who they are, and I absolutely feel like you know I I have an obligation to. Keep an eye out on them. I Obviously, nobody can be everything to everyone all the time. But you can do a general welfare check and just, you know, make sure that your people are good. Um, create safe spaces for your people so that they know that they can come to you, that they can talk to you, um, talk to you without being judged. Sometimes people don't need conversation. They just need an ear. You know, be somebody that for the people in your life, in your space, you know, that you have that kind of interaction and rapport with, that you create these safe spaces for them where they don't feel like they're going to be stigmatized for saying, yo, I've been feeling really depressed. I've been feeling really overwhelmed. I've been feeling really anxious. You know, words that would normally trigger, man, if you don't get that shit out of here. You know, you want to be the person that creates those safe spaces. You want to be the person that you might need one day. You know, you might be going through life completely hunky-dory and life may take a left turn. You know, I just heard today of uh, one of my friends from high school who was a good friend of mine in high school, you know, having lost her mate. And, I, you know, that I was heartbroken just reading it because I immediately just empathized with her, her children, his other children, and just... 
you just don't know when life is going to happen. You know, they, you can be cruising about life, moving about the cabin, <laughs> living your best life. And then life just, boom, comes to a hard stop. And you find yourself face planted against the windshield. And you just need to know that you've got a sister circle that will be your airbag, that will be your seatbelt, that will provide the safe spaces to try to help you navigate everything that's going on and help you recover without judging you, you know? So if you don't have those spaces, I, I sincerely encourage you to find them. But until you do, get a journal, um, a tape recorder, because maybe just orating it is the better way for you to get it out. Whatever you need to do so that you can get those feelings out, you're not sitting on them. You know, if you are in a good space right now and you know that others aren't, be that space. Um, I just, yeah, I've seen some sad things happen around this time of year. And it's it's a very hurtful thing to watch, especially because even though I go through a tough time around this time of year, I am I'm very, you know, gleeful as hell. <laughs> During this time of year, because it's my birthday season, so if you know me personally, you know I'm on the one million thousand trillion um, at all times. But, you know, I have my quiet moments when other things are still a factor in my life. And, you know, I just, I try to remain cognizant of the fact that for other people, what what's like maybe a five minute quiet moment of, of despair for me really might be a season long I'm just fighting to get through the day for somebody else so you know keep your eyes open be mindful be thoughtful be courteous it really costs you nothing and um, if you do know somebody who's like going through something there are like various local depression hotlines that people can call you know don't be don't be bashful to share that information if you know it, if you know someone who works in the profession and you think that their personality might mesh well with somebody you know that's going through something, connect those people. Cause, and it doesn't even have to be like a, oh, hey, girl, this is my therapist friend because I know you're going through it. Invite everybody out for coffee. Invite everybody out to happy hour. Whatever it is that you guys have in common, just invite everybody out and create the linkage. Everything else will kind of sort itself out. The universe is always conspiring for us to win. Um, if you know somebody who is really in a dark space and you think that they might be thinking about suicide, please, please call the Suicide Prevention Hotline. That number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. My sisters, I sincerely hope that you have a great second half of the holiday season. And as you embark on a new year, I wish you all great health, great wealth, immense prosperity. And until the next time, y'all have a good one.